Hi. Okay, it's working. <laughs> Y'all, I literally been trying to get this shit to work for over an hour. Mind you, I work at a radio station. How does that make any kind of sense? But sorry I'm late, y'all. Welcome to Behind Schedule, the podcast. I am your host, Carly, a.k.a. C-Money Murder. And until I get a better name, that's all we're going to work with because... Everyone from radio is like, oh my gosh, like, see Money Murder, like, you can't say it on the radio. So, <laughs> it's just Carly for now. Carly, see Money Murder, I'll answer to both. But, hi, hi, girls, hi, boys, hi, homies, hi, friends, hi, foes. Hello, everybody. Finally, I'm freaking recording, y'all. I really, if y'all really would just saw me, like, trying to um get to recording stuff like it was literally such a mess but i got my little notes my little outline on my ipad because i'm using my camera on my phone to record for now you know don't got none of that high tech shit yet but we're gonna get it done we're gonna get it done for all my audio girlies if you can't see the video i wanted to say hey to you because i'm an audio girly if i'm in the gym i'll put the pod on real quick i'll put my headphones on because honestly music gets tiring after a while like i can only listen what am I going to listen to all the time? I already listen to it in the car before I go out, while I'm getting ready, at work. I just need to hear some voices. Like, I really do not need to hear music all the time. Like, it really just kind of makes me want to, like, tone everything out. But um, if you're watching this, thank you so much for your support. This is going to be a long journey. Now, um, first, I want to tell you guys about the name and why it took so long. So um, there's just a lot going on in life and everyone says like there's always a lot going on in life obviously but I was just so lost on like what I wanted to do with the podcast at first at first you know um one thing about me I work in the club so er mind you it's a strip club for that and everyone's like oh my god like you need to make your podcast about the strip club and da 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 babe this is not Atlanta this isn't Houston this is Philadelphia and my strip club don't even play songs with like curse words in it they be bleeping out ass <laughs> like how you a strip club and you bleeping out ass. Be so for real. So, no. Like, I wasn't going to talk about that. My club is boring. It's not really anything to talk about. I just work there. I get my money. And I hang out with my girls. And I did. Like, this. what else is there to do? You know what I'm saying? So, I didn't want it to make about that. And then, I really just didn't know where to take it. Like, yeah, like, I wanted to approach, like, girls. And we're going to talk about, like, girl stuff, relationships, all that jazz. But I didn't want it to be just about that. Like, I wanted it to be kind of like a no-jumper vibe. Like, just very, like, um, urban. Like, very, like, pop. Not, like, pop or pop urban, I guess. Like, you know, like, trending topics. I want to talk about music. I want to talk about fashion. Just, like, the culture, where people think it's going. And I do want to dabble in, you know, like, a little relationships, a little a little, a little host story. We'll, we'll tell a little hotel or two. And just everything like that. So that's why it just took me so long. And then the name. I literally been working on a name for this shit for mad long. Mad long. Like years. At least two years. And it was going to be so many things before it became behind schedule. But it's called behind schedule because I'm always late to everything. I've been late to the podcast game. Because like I said, I should have been started this in like 2018. And I didn't because I didn't have a name. I didn't have like a flow. You know, and I really just wanted it to be perfect. I wanted to come in with a plan 
and not just be talking about bullshit, even though this episode we're going to be talking about bullshit. But, you know, introductions suck. So we're just trying to get to know each other. Um, it's weird for me to just be talking in front of a camera, but I plan to have people doing interviews on here. And, ew, that's probably so nasty. <laughs> like, just the swallow. Wait, did I press record? Hold on, did I press record? All right, bitch, because if I didn't press record, I really was going to just give up then and there. I'd be like, all right, you're not supposed to start a podcast. So, um, yeah, I just really didn't know where I wanted to go with it, and that's how we ended up here. But I'm glad we did. You know why? Because now everything is right where it needs to be. God's time is divining so if he wanted me to wait a couple years and be behind schedule i'm gonna be behind schedule and we're just gonna do this together so yeah i wanted to welcome you guys to my journey and as i mentioned before i wanted to be more of like an interview style um sorry i keep taking like long pauses but <laughs> it's my first one bitch like chill out <laughs> But um, if you guys have any recommendations on people you would want to see, like I said, whether it's music, fashion, or if you just think they're a dope person, if they're doing dope things in the community, whether that's Philly, Jersey, Delaware, any community that you think someone is doing their shit with, I would love to talk to them and just have a conversation. I don't want it to be a forced interview. I want it to be just something very organic, and I would love to have organic people on my show because I feel like I'm very organic. So if we got other motherfuckers to match, like, we're going to be in this shit together. So, yeah, if you have any recommendations or if you yourself, if you think you're a dope person, let me find out. Let me find out, and I'm going to let my fans find out. And I got to get some fans first. But we all going to judge you, so it's just going to be off rip like that. Um. So, yeah, so that's a little bit about my show. Again, welcome to Behind Schedule, the podcast. Let me tell y'all about me. So, again, my name is Carly, but I'll answer to C-Money Murder, C-Murder, C-Money, C-whatever, but don't call me Charlie because I really will just never, ever talk to you again. Let me tell y'all a quick story about that. So, this was, like, three summers ago, and I met a guy through, like, a friend, whatever, and he was a hood booger. Like, he really was a hood booger. I don't want to say all he get into, but just know he was a hood booger, right? And... My friend was dating his friend. So it was kind of like that. Like, you know, just like a little connection, whatever. Mind you, we only really, we didn't really even date for real. Like, we didn't do any activities besides, like, go to the local bar and drink and maybe get, like, Taco Bell or Wendy's at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. We didn't even have sex. We kissed once. But, like, we were hanging out, like, basically every day for a month. But I want to tell y'all, this man thought my name was Charlie for the whole time we were talking. And his friend called me Charlie. And I'm thinking, like, as a joke, you know, like, haha, Charlie, Carly, whatever. No, like, he dead ass, my name in his phone was saved as Charlie. Be so for real. And another thing, I'm 5'9, so I'm tall. This was a short king. And this is why you can't give short men chances. Cause he was a good, like, 5'7, like, very much, like, coming up to my ear. So I, I wasn't even going to take him serious in the first place. It was just cool to be entertained at the time. However, he really dead-ass thought my name was Charlie, and I literally, like, we were driving in the car, and he said, I'm like, yo, like, what's my name? Because I think he really just didn't know it, but my friends kept, like, they're like, why you keep calling her Charlie? Why you keep calling her Charlie? 
He's like, that's her name, like Charlie. And I'm like, you dead ass think my name is Charlie? Like, and then he dropped me off and I've never spoken to that man ever again because be so for real. So Charlie is triggering. More of the story, Charlie is triggering. Do not call me it because I will slap you. Dead ass. I will just slap you. Otherwise, I'm Carly. I'm 25, born and raised in Trenton, New Jersey. 609 dummies stand up. Um, I rep North Jersey. I rep Central Jersey. But if you claim that I'm from South Jersey, again, you won't get, don't get hit the, for the people on the audio. You won't get hit with that slap. Because it's just really like South Jersey and any other part of Jersey are too, I would even rather be claimed to be by the beach than South Jersey. South Jersey just gives me, like, Trump vibes. It gives me very much, like, country. Like, that's not that's not Jersey. Jersey is just not South Jersey. So, yeah, moral story, born and raised in Trenton, New Jersey. I lived in Pittsburgh for four years. I went to Robert Morris University, but if you go out and you meet me outside, I'm going to tell you I went to Pitt because no one's ever heard of my school, and that's fine. Like, I get it. It's a small D1 school. You know, I ran track there, so... I didn't really do it for y'all. I didn't do it for y'all at all. I did it for me because the bitch got a scholarship. <laughs> so I um I lived in Pittsburgh for four years of my life. And Pittsburgh is honestly a really cool city. Like, I love the atmosphere. The people were like, ugh. But honestly, Pittsburgh got really good food, too. Like, if you are a foodie and you like to just travel to eat at different restaurants and stuff, they have banging ass food. Like, some of the best food I've ever had in my life. And, like, I literally would just go back to do, like, a food tour. But I lived there for four years, and it was really just, like, a different experience. And I went to college from the year 2016 to 2020, and both of them are election years, and both of them, Trump was running. So my freshman year of college, you know, and mind you, Pennsylvania is a Democratic state, but, like, there's only, like, two real Democratic areas. Let me, no, not even. Basically, the half side of Pennsylvania is probably all Democrat the side that's closest to Jersey and Delaware and to, like, the East Coast. And then the other half, the majority of it, because Pennsylvania is, like, this big. I want to say about this big is Democratic, but there's hella people. And then the rest is Republican. And very much so, like, I don't know. I don't want to say hit because that's just a mean word. But very much Trump supporters, I'm going to say. I'm just going to say that. My first, my first party my freshman year... It was a frat party, you know? Like, there's a lot of white people. I get it. Cool, whatever. We gonna vibe. Like, a lot of my friends are white, so we gonna vibe. But this is where I drew the line, y'all. So, basically, the basketball team came. It's all niggas. Duh. So, the basketball team came, and they walked in, and all of a sudden, I guess one of the frat boys, like, someone's liquor went missing. So, they automatically assumed it was somebody from the basketball team because it happened at the time they arrived. And they're like... Nah, like, it, we didn't take your liquor. We brought our own. We're just trying to, like, have fun, whatever. They literally, like, this, it was honestly really bad. They're like, I need all the black people to get the fuck out my house. Da, da, da. And me and my friends were like, mind you, we're all, I'm hanging out with all colored people. So we're all just like, yo, they did not just say that. But they said it. And then we, like, go to walk out. And they're like, oh, no, 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 like, you guys are okay. Bitch, do I not look black to you? Like, is that, like, are you missing something? Because we're black. You told us to leave. Fuck you. And fuck this dumbass party. So we left. But that was my first college experience. And it was just, like, we're coming from Jersey where everybody gets along with everybody. Like, it really, I've really never 
experienced racism in that part of Jersey and then to go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and just that happened. I'm like, yo, be so for real. Like, this cannot be happening. So, yeah, that happened. But otherwise, Pittsburgh is honestly what you make it. It's not like Philly where there's, like, shit to do all the time. It's not like Jersey where the people and the vibes are just always at a high. It was just, like, you kind of had to find the fun and be Delulu and ignore everything else that's going going on around you. And that's basically my college experience, and that was dope. And then after 2020, you know, COVID year, so I got to leave college early. Not, like, leave early, but, you know, like, we all had to go home in March because COVID. So then I finished college online, and then I lived at home for a year. Now, my college job, right after I graduated, I worked for a lawyer. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm going to go to law school and da-da-da. No, no, I hated working for the lawyer. And I would be at my cubicle sleep, like, if y'all on the audio, y'all can't hear me, but just pretend I'm sleep. Like, sleep in my cubicle, and they would yell at me all the time because it's like, I get it. Like, why am I sleeping in the cubicle? I, I understand from, like, an employer's standpoint, but it was just so boring. Like, yes, the knowledge was great. However, I would not want to do that for the rest of my life and, like, it just be stressed all the time. You really, like, in a blink of an eye, like, five more assignments happen, and, like, you have to keep up with all of them. It really just wasn't for me. So then I became a bartender, and that was, again, I think that was, like, 2020. Yeah, that was 2020. So I've been bartending ever since 2020. I worked at Bahama Breeze for a very long time. And that was, like, my, like, I would come home from college, and then I would work at Bahama and then go back to school. I was, So I worked there, like, my junior year summer and then my senior year summer, and then I got the lawyer job, so I was like, eh. And then after I quit the lawyer's office, I worked to at Bahama, like, basically full-time for a whole year. Maybe... Probably, like, a whole year and a half, like, two years. I worked at Bahama for mad long. Like, if you know, you know. Like, Bahama really had me in a chokehold. I never called out. I would always find a cover. Like, it was just at a point, like, I would, like, I was just scared. So I worked there. And then, unfortunately, like, my dad had passed away in April, basically the last day of April in 2021. And then, basically, like, when that happened, I was just, like, I'm, like, miserable. I really don't want to be here, like, I was working hard, and I wasn't getting compensated for, like, all the work I was doing. And then it's like you see shit. Like, you see people not working hard and still making money, more money than I was ever making. So then I applied to work at the strip club, got the job, and, like, kind of left Bahama, like, a month after that. And I've been there ever since. So I've been at the strip club for two years. But, again, bartender and bottle serving. I'm not no stripper. I really wish I could be. I really wish I could be, y'all. But I just don't have that in me. And, like... Strippers, like, if you think of a stripper, they're selling fantasies, like, sexy fantasy. Like, I'm too much of a goofball. Can't do it, but I salute my stripper soldiers. I salute y'all. Y'all are really my girls. And in November of 2021, I moved to Philly, and I've been here ever since. And I do love Philly, and I hate it at the same time. Like, it's just, it's just like that love-hate relationship. Like, I love it because there's always something to do. Like, don't get me wrong. There really is so much to do. And it's just, like... It's kind of small, like, basically all the people you need to know, like, you can meet them, like, if you're just, like, in the right place at the right time, like, it's, like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but that, I mean, it's cool, though, like, I think it's really cool, like, I've very much networked here, I met somebody, that's how I got my job here at the radio station at the strip club, so it's, like, like, it's very much opportunities, but at the same time, it's just, Philly people got the worst 
And y'all know y'all got the worst attitude. So don't come at me crazy when I say y'all got the worst attitude. Philly girls and Philly men have the worst attitude. And it's just very hard to find genuine people here, which I have, thank goodness. But <laughs> y'all know y'all be wilding. Y'all know I'm talking to the mic. Because y'all, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the mic. Y'all know y'all be mean as shit. And even when I first started working at Sin, like, I was just, you know, being me, like, all customer serving and shit. And people would be like, you're from Jersey, aren't you? And it would, it would happen so often. I'm like, do I have something, like, on my forehead that says I'm from Jersey? Everyone just be like, I'll be like, how did y'all know that I'm from Jersey? And it's not the way I talk. Like, I don't have that very much, like, Jersey, like, accent. And they were just like, oh, like, you're just so nice. Like, Philly people aren't nice like that. And it's true. Y'all really aren't nice like that. But however, like I said, I've met some really nice people here. And, like, it's really just become my home, especially now that my family has moved out of, like, the house I grew up in. I, like, literally have no ties to Trenton anymore besides going to see my friends and stuff. Otherwise, my home is here. So thanks, Philly, for letting me in. I love you guys. But, like, just please be a little bit nicer to me, please. And, yeah. So that's really just, like, a little bit more about me. Um, also, I just want to talk about, like, me, like, growing up. I feel like... A lot of people think, just because of the way I, like, talk, the way I act, and the way I hold myself, people, like, think I'm coming from more scenes than I do. Like, I really come from, like, not like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Let me see what I wrote in my notes. Like, I didn't grow up in a steady home, you know? Like, I grew up, my grandmom took care of me. She was working, like, two jobs at one point just to, like, support me and my cousin. Me and my cousin grew up together, too. Like, basically, we're, like, sisters. And, um, yeah, you know, like, it's just a lot. Like, it's a lot to see people, like, getting things that you want and you, like, never could get them now. So I feel like as an adult and, like, being able to have money for myself, I splurge a lot. And I'm working on it now. But, like, I would just, like, if I want something, like, I'm buying it immediately. No questions asked. Because I feel like I was deprived of, like, that as a child. I feel like that's a part of my life I got to miss out on. And when I was in elementary school, you know, I don't know, I don't even know, like, how to, like, what this is called. But at the beginning of the school year, the government basically will give, like, families of, like, low income, they basically give you, like, $500 so you can go school shopping. Well, basically in Jersey. I don't know if this is everywhere. But they would give you $500 and you can go school shopping. Basically just, like, it's like a little, like, debit card thing. And me and my cousin would have to split it because it was two of us. So we would get, like, $250 and we'd probably get, like, um, a new pair of shoes and, like, a few jeans and, like, a few tops, like, every year before I, like, it was from, like, kindergarten until high school. And then after that, like, the AIDS just stopped because, like, you can work at that time and whatever. And so, like, a lot of times it's, like, I would only get one pair of shoes a year, y'all. A year. Like, not even for, like, a Christmas present or anything. Like, maybe for Christmas I would get clothes. But it's like, you know, you got to pick out your favorite pair of sneakers for this year. And hopefully they would fit. And then if you want, if you played sports, like that was just like obviously like an outside like expense. So, you know, like I would get like a pair of cleats a year. And I, at the time I was playing basketball, but I suck at basketball. So just, you know, basically I grew up very humble, very, very humble. You know, I knew my grandma worked a lot for to have the things that I had, obviously to put a roof over my head. And to feed me. So shout out to my grandma. You know, that's my girl. We're locked in. So, yeah, I just feel like a, that's like a big misconception I get that like I'm like this bougie. Like, oh, my God. Like, no, 
like everything you see is like a form in the works and like I'm getting it on my own and I'm working hard to achieve and to be the woman of my dreams y'all because I really was struggling back in the day but we're here now you know um I wanted to so I wish I could cut that out but whatever we're gonna keep rolling and um so growing up like it was like I said it was just me and my cousin however like growing up my dad wasn't really in the picture at first but my cousin's dad and like their side of the family was. So basically I felt like I was like kind of like an only child. But bitch, I was making friends. Okay. One thing about me, I'ma talk to somebody. I'ma talk to anybody about anything just to like have a common connection. And like, for example, um, my grandma and I, we would go to the beach just us two. And obviously it's my grandma. Like she old, probably getting drunk somewhere. So I'm like, okay, like where are the kids? Like I'm gonna hang out with some kids and have a good time and da da da. So I would always make like, just friends everywhere, and I feel like that's carried me on to this adult life, and that's a skill that I'm so thankful to have because I understand that it's very hard to, like, especially older. Like, you're not in school. You only work, and, like, a lot of people don't have, like, big-ass jobs where it's, like, you're meeting, like, 30,000 people a year. Like, no, like, maybe the most you'll meet is, like, 15 new people in your life. Like, imagine, like, moving to a different city, not knowing anybody. The only people you really will know is people that you work with. That's hard. Like, that's really hard. Like, it's not easy at all. So, um, yeah, like, you have to, like, make friends randomly, like, on Instagram or, like, in the line at a grocery store. Like, it's just things like that that it's really just crazy because how are you supposed to make friends at an adult age? But thankfully, I know how to talk to people. I understand, like, it's not, like, an easy thing to do, and I don't want to shame anybody who doesn't really know. I just want you to let you guys know that that shit's not easy. So if you're doing it, you're really doing it. And if you're not doing it, that's okay, too, because you'll find your way. And you probably have people in your circle that you don't even need to make new friends. Like, you could just, you're cool with where you're at right now. And that's cool. And that's cool, book, book. So, yeah. Um... Basically, everything in my notes is just what, like just about me. Um, if you want, you guys can ask me some questions, please. Yo, I've been doing these questions on my Instagram because I wanted to like talk about topics on here. And y'all are not interactive as fuck. But let me post a bitch shaking her ass. Y'all go be a thousand views. When I ask a question, y'all show me no love. But, you know, now I got the pod. So please just ask me more. If you want to learn more about me, if you don't already know already, um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. Like, that's just, that's just who I am. Like, see money murder, baby. That's me. <laughs> and so I just wanted to keep this episode short and sweet and, you know, rip the Band-Aid off, rip me out the plastic and get this out into the internet. I appreciate everybody for watching, for listening. Again, I wish there was more we could talk about, but I'm going to have some, I do have some things planned for you guys. And just things planned for my show. And I really can't wait for everything to take off and for everything to work out. So um, shout out to you. And again, sorry that I'm late, but thanks for joining the Behind Schedule podcast. I love you guys. Bye.